Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What up out there, podcast land? How you guys doing today? Hank's pressing the buttons today, so he's a little bit unsure. It's Hence, it's another one without the jelly bean. No, Dan. Sorry, Dan. Okay, moving on. Anyway. <laughs> How are you? Tired. Still tired. Still you're tired. <laughs> you're just tired all the time. What's up with you? You need more vitamin D in your life. Get out in the sunshine. Okay. That helps. Yeah. Vitamin K. Yeah. Or vitamin D. Yeah. Or too much. Today might have been a little much. Vitamin B12. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do take my vitamins. You know what you need to take? <laughs> that stuff that Fox News promotes all the time. <laughs> Fruits and vegetables. <laughs> the little pills. That's what you need to take. All, right. I, all of them say it works great. Yeah, they do. I mean, I'm sure. It, it, <laughs> hey, for fifty nine ninety nine a bottle, you can have that right there. You got to join the little doodah. Go and get your fruits and vegetables. Everybody knows you need fruits and vegetables. <laughs> okay, I can go buy me a bag of apples. That's right. For four ninety nine. That's right. It's probably better. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Caught you off guard there, didn't we're, I? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Hey, so Mona's leading the day, and um, we're in Romans chapter 8, one of my absolute favorite chapters of the Bible. Let me repeat it for all you in the back to hear one more time. If I could only have one book, my favorite book of the Bible is First John, so if I only could have one book of the Bible, the rest of my life it'd be First John, because it tells me what I could know. Sorry. If I could only have one chapter for the rest of my life, it would be Romans chapter 8, mm-hmm. uh, because it's an anchor. I mean, it's just, buddy, from Romans 8, 1, all the way to verse um, 39, that tells us there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. And in verse 1, by the way, says there's no condemnation. That's what's wrong with legalism and stuff like that. Yeah. There's always condemnation. Well, yeah. if you don't dress the proper That's way, right. then you're just no good and you're going to hell. Right. Really? My salvation and my based joy and my clothes. everything else is based on whether I wear a suit and tie or you women wear a dress? <laughs> <laughs> my salvation is based on the blood of Jesus and That's nothing right. else. That's right. It is Jesus plus nothing. That's right. So I have no condemnation in my life. That's right. Now, do I still sin? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm a saved sinner. That's right. And every time I come back to my daddy... <laughs> To the Father. That's right. And I say, Lord, based on Jesus, would you forgive me yes, this sin? Uh, based yes. on the blood of Jesus, there's therefore now no condemnation right. for those That's in right. Jesus Christ. Quit trying to put, uh, Paul even wrote, he says, why do you put all this stuff? Or Jesus said it, excuse me. He said, you'll walk two miles mm-hmm. to make somebody else as twice as much a child of hell as they already are. He said, and you'll put these heavy burdens on them and you'll put these that you yourself can't hold That's to. That's right. Yep. There is therefore now no condemnation. I don't know why and I got I, excited I about that. <laughs> Maybe we're going to do Romans eight one. <laughs> I'm just I, that's but but that's the the and we'll get there, y'all. But that's the 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 ridiculousness yeah. of of men mm-hmm. trying to create mm-hmm. a religion that fits them that wants to make them look better because they just do it this way. Right. Right. 
My Bible says, there is therefore now no condemnation of those who are in Christ Jesus for the law of the spirit of life has set you free. Well, if I'm free, I'm not changed about what I stink and wear. That's right. That's right. I'm not, I'm not just stop with all that mess. Well, we're better than you because we just don't have, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to be the mate. Somebody mad that I don't want to make mad, but I just, man, come on, y'all. Right. Right. Jeez. I don't know what fired him up. That just a thing about just that. Ready. How fu- how we can just get this way of, but but all right. Let me just say this. It so ties in. So what can separate me? So the clothes I wear is going to separate me from the love of God. <laughs> Maybe you had too many vegetables today. <laughs> you're a little wound up. I mean, seriously. But you're right. It is the so most starts, ridiculous. So there's no condemnation. Right. There's, and then he says at the very end, at the very end yeah. there's nothing that can That's separate right. me. But yet we have people say, well, if you don't wear dresses to That's church, right. Right. you're just. Or if you cut your hair. Yeah. If you, or, or if you. Go to a dance. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> hey, come on. Right. Wait, it's not like we're talking about doing drugs. Right. It's not like we talking about drinking where you put something into the temple, man. Right, right. We're just talking about something you're doing. Right. Yep. All better get me fired up up in here. <laughs> about. <laughs> and so anyway, <laughs> Romans chapter 8 is one of those anchor verses. Um, and then if I could only have one verse, John 10, 10, mm-hmm. because it so clearly defines yeah. uh, the, the difference between yeah. the enemy and, and Jesus Christ. Right. Both sides. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come, Jesus said, to them have life and have it more abundantly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's, right. that's, that's so Romans chapter 8. I, I know it's one of your favorites too, um, I believe. <laughs> Isn't it? Well, yeah, Romans sure. eight twenty eight. Well, Romans eight twenty eight is um, because <laughs> I can do all things through a verse taken out of context. <laughs> How many of us take Romans eight twenty eight out of context? Many. Many, 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 many. many. So anyway, so... All right, you're leading. You're leading, so I'm reading. Oh. Oh, <laughs> threw you that curveball. We'll see how that goes. And then you're going to pray. Okay. And then you're going to take off. Okay. So I was thinking that you should read um, verses 12 through 17. At times it gets scary. <laughs> it does. How we think so much alike. <laughs> I mean, scary. I know, I know. Scary, scary, uh-huh. scary. Because I was literally about to tell you, hey, I think I'm going to read 12 through 17. All right, then. So do That's that. Bad scariness for you. <laughs> so then, brothers, we are debtors. Well, that's revelatory. <laughs> You're supposed to just read. I'm just saying. How many of us think we're not debtors to nobody? That's right. We just deserve everything. Right. You don't deserve none but hell. But thanks be to God. That's not what it says. I was say, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm thinking you skipped something. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be able to read this. <laughs> so then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. All y'all want to say people hear that. <laughs> but if you live by the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you'll live. Mm-hmm. You put them to death. 
God doesn't look at our, our outside. God looks at the heart. That's why he says there's therefore now no condemnation. Listen to this. I have my Bible written. This is how you know. How to know. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. That's right. Who, who leads you? The Spirit. Not you. I was oh. saying that in the in the general. I was asking a question. Well, I just looked at her. My girl got on a conviction. That's not true. I was quoting the Bible. <laughs> I thought you were asking about what it says in the Bible. She got on a conviction, y'all. I just looked up at her. My girl said, Keep reading. <laughs> For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall oh. back into fear. Oh. That just ties it back to Romans 8 <laughs> 1. It does, doesn't it? Yes. yes. But you, and so th- that's what they do if you were, if you address this way, you're going to hell. And they put this idea of fear. And Paul said to 1 Timothy that the Lord didn't come to give you a, a, a 2 Timothy, excuse me, a spirit of fear, right. but of power. Yes. Ain't no, ain't no fear and power, man. That's right. If I can think I can beat snot out of you, I ain't afraid of you. It's true. But you ever see the spirit of adoption? Hey, 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 hey. We talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. See, when I read it, it is much better. <laughs> when I don't start laughing. We talked about that loved and chosen thing last week. <clears throat> I, I wonder, and I'm sorry, I got to stop here. No, let me finish. Adoption by sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, here's what you're going to deal with, then heirs. Mm. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. I've often wondered, I I never had this, mom and daddy loved me. How much love must an adopted child feel to parents Mm. that really just want them? When real mama, real daddy didn't, mm-hmm. but yet this couple did. Yeah, or however, right. but this couple wants right. me and loves me. Right. Because that's what it is. We were children of the enemy. Right. And, and let me just make a statement. He don't love you. Right. The enemy does not. He is nothing but a glory stealer. Right. That's his old um, M.O. Mm-hmm. It's to steal the glory of God. Yeah. You go back and read um, uh, Isaiah when he um, was it verse chapter fourteen. I will, I will, I will ascend to heaven. I will ascend to the throne. I will ascend right. above God. I will, I will. And so all he wants to do is steal the glory, and he wants to not let you give glory to God. He, not, the thief, cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. That's right. But I've come, Jesus said, they may have life and have it more abundantly. So that's really what happens: is we have this loving Father. That, that sent his son to die for us, who his son was actually himself too, because mm-hmm. he was God. Right. The greatest act of love to ever come about was Jesus Christ dying on the cross for those that did not love him and like him and did nothing to earn it. So anyway, all right. <laughs> I've said enough. Okay. So, well, so we did talk about being sons of God last week, and that's why... Um, in the last episode. And so that's kind of why I said, well, let's just jump to this. And then as um, looking at verses 12 through 17 and in what it says about um, those who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. Um, you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry Abba father. Um, and the spirit bears, bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And so just going back to what we established last time that, um, 
just briefly going back, and if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. But do um, that, yeah, that's in the imperative. Right, <laughs> but that um, those who have been born again, those who have been born of the Spirit, are the ones who are children of God. Not just anybody. Not just because you were born on this earth. Um, yes, God creates everybody, but that doesn't mean that everybody is a child of God. Right, and so. Um, and so to just to go back and reiterate that, that that this is telling us who the sons of God are. Um, if we, in verse 14, if we are led by the Spirit, we are sons of God. Well, we're only led by the Spirit if we have been born again and have the Holy Spirit residing in us. If we have not done that, we don't have the Holy Spirit living inside. We're not led by the Spirit. So and what is Now, we're going to deal with this, I think, in a week or two. What does it mean for the Holy Spirit to live inside of us? What it what, what is he? You may not, uh, and I may not be wearing it. He is our guarantee right. of heaven. Right. That's the only way you get in. Right. <laughs> right. Is to have the Holy Spirit reside. It's it's as if the, the Holy Spirit, that, and I sort of get the sense that when we die, our soul just is taken by him because he's there in our soul, takes us right to the very throne, and he sort of presents us to God the Father. Here's one that I've been residing in, and I've now brought him very to you, very present. Here he is to live forever. Right, right. But... And, but also then when it goes down and it says that the spirit um, bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God and how um, precious and beautiful that is because it can be easy to forget. Mm-hmm. Can it be? Mm-hmm. Can it, it can be a little bit easy to forget because we get caught up in the muck and the mire of this world. And But the spirit nudges us and said, don't forget whose you are. Who do you belong to? When I when I dropped my son off at college, mm-hmm. the yes. very first day, and we were getting ready to we were getting in the car to leave, mm-hmm. I just looked at him and sort of hugged him and I whispered in his ear, I said, "Son, never forget whose you are." Right. And I said, no, "I'm not talking about me." Right. Right. Don't lose your testimony. Right. Never forget. Right. Who you belong to. Right. And he said, "I know, Dad." Mm-hmm. I said that to my daughter yep. as well. Don't forget whose you are. Right. And we, but I want to ask you a question. I was thinking about this. It hit me as you're saying this. It says, the Spirit himself. Hmm. Now, let me hit on something real quick. Himself, not itself. Right. <laughs> Third part of the Trinity. I'm sorry for all you out there that want to be all feministic and all that mess. He takes the role of Father. Right. Yep. Sorry. I will not bow. I will not bend. He is Father God. Mm-hmm. All that other mess y'all done come up with. Right. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He takes the masculine pronoun. Right. The Spirit himself bears witness. I just lost it. With our spirit. Mm-hmm. That we're children of God. Do you think those that are the wolves in sheep's clothing know that they are not? I mean, do you think people sitting in a church service that have made quote-unquote professions of faith, had followed through quote-unquote in baptism. Notice I didn't say believer's baptism, but they followed through in baptism. They're not saved, but they just did the act. You think they know deep down in a very, very real and raw moment? I think if they allow themselves to know it. Because they won't have the spirit bearing witness. Right, right, right. But I think that they probably sit and try and fool themselves and just assume and and act as if it's all they truly have been truly saved. And it's not until a moment 
um, when the Holy Spirit nudges them and says, you're really not, you're really not a child of God yet. And then they allow themselves to, to listen. Wow. God draws them. It's just a scary thought, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, I, the Spirit bears witness with me. <laughs> I'm not saying it because it's me. I, I know that I know that I right, know right. that I'm saved. I still fall short. I still sin. But I know that I'm saved because the Spirit, I know inside of me, I don't need you right. or anybody else to tell me when I sin. Mm. You see, I got somebody living inside of me that right. every time I do sin, yep. Yep. hey, Hoss, yeah. you are grieving me, mm-hmm. you are hurting me, mm-hmm. and you're pushing me away. And then you can't push them away. So understand what I'm saying. But you're 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 creating a guilty distance okay. between us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I don't need nobody else to tell me when I'm sinning. I know it. I matter of fact, I know it in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so I I just wondered. I just had a thought as you were talking right there. I wonder if they in a real raw moment. Right. No. Wouldn't it be a scary thought to know you're not saved? <clears throat> yep. To play act. Yep. Now I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the guy girl that's just flat out rebellion and hellion. Right. I mean they just know it. Right. I'm not even the one that sits in there every week. Mm-hmm. I mean I I know somebody who gave testimony who said that that was him, that he, you know, play acted nobody everybody thought he was a believer, and then he was hit by a two boy four and realized that he was not. Mm. And they came to Jesus. Wouldn't that shake you to your core? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But how do you, I don't know. Anyway. All right. <laughs> I mean, and you, well, you could go to the other extreme too of people that if you're on the other side and people that you think truly are and discover that they're not. And I mean, that shakes you to the core too. Yeah. You know, yeah. absolutely. Um, so then, um, I just I wanted to make sure. Hey, that, get your thoughts straight. Yeah. By the way, we're in a series, Who Am I in Christ? Right. And so we've done new creation, you're forgiven, loved and chosen, and now we're dealing with fellow heirs with Christ. So you are a fellow heir with Christ. That's right. who you are in Christ. So right. anyway, and so I forgot that's, to say that yeah, at the beginning. No. So and then at the end, um, or into going into verse 17, where the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. And so that's what it means when it says that we are children of God. Then, then you know, in our earthly families, our children are our heirs, um, whether they have anything to, to, <laughs> to inherit. Sorry, kiddos. Um, but. Uh, but we are, because we are children of God, then we are their heirs. And we are joint heirs with Christ, meaning that we share the inheritance that Jesus has. Um, we share in that um, because we have become a child of God, because we have then become a joint heir. And Hank's looking something up. Well, I just looked up, I, you know me, word nerd alert. <laughs> I want to look it up really quickly. It's... it's um. It means getting an apportionment. Mm-hmm. Now, so then the question is, what what apportionment? What what are we getting? Well, if you flip over to Paul writing to the church of, of Ephesians, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every mm-hmm. spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. Yeah. So in a sense, we're already getting it now. Right. You, you have this spiritual blessing um, of the heavenly places of just being in Christ. Right. It's, it's, it's in a sense, it's yours now already. 
you know, like you said, whatever I have, I'm going to leave my kids in a sense. It's, it's theirs now. Right. Let's go to the parable of the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. You, you remember what he said to the son that stayed? That was more of a prodigal than the dude that right. went running. What do you say? All that I have is it's already yours. yours. Right, right. Yep. At any moment, you could have had it. Dear ones, you can have all of the joy and all of the love and all of the faith and all the you, you, holiness and all of the splendor and all of that now if you get your butts out of condemnation and being fearful. Yes, right. We tend, we so look, even as believers, so look on the negatives of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't do this. Right. I can't do that. Uh, or, or I would think, or we just don't know what is ours. We don't know what. Well, our, just listen to us, and we'll tell you. <laughs> that's right. We don't, or you know, we don't know what the inheritance is. We don't know what it means to be blessed with all the blessed spiritual blessings of the heavenlies. And so, when we don't know, and why do we not know? Because we're not in the Word. So, when we don't know, then we can't draw upon it. We can't um, use it. Just what Pastor Kent was talking yeah. about. You, if you don't know about the joy that's found in the Lord, you can't draw upon it yes. in the hard times. Right. Right. That you have it. You have right. this wellspring of joy. Right. You have this wellspring of faith. You have this wellspring of love. You know, people say all the time, I can't, just can't love them. That's a lie. Right. If the love of God, Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it's right here at me. Well, I don't turn in my Bible and look. I think it's Romans 5, 5. And the love of God, and I, I love the King James in this, has been shed abroad mm-hmm. in our heart, mm-hmm. which the ESV says has been poured into our hearts. Mm-hmm. See, yes, you can. Right. You choose not to. Right. You have that wellspring. Think of the wellspring of love that we all have. Mm-hmm. Think about the power. Paul said, I want to know him and the power right. of his resurrection. Yep. yep. That's power. When you can take something that's dead, nothing, and <laughs> breathe life into him, <laughs> yep. you got power. Right. But we walk around like we live in this society of a bunch of don'ts and don't do nots. No wonder people don't want to be like us. We're selling uh, false advertising. Right. What? You looking at me like you want me to say something else? I'm just waiting for someone. I've been a little feisty. You have been a little feisty. A little sassy, my son would say. A little sassy. So what does it mean then that we um, share in that inheritance? We share in that that um, it's it belongs to us. Yeah, we have a part of heaven, right. man. It's at right. John fourteen, mm-hmm. he's building us a dwelling place, a right. mansion, if you right. want to say that. Mm-hmm. He he's gone ahead to prepare for us a place. Are we going to need houses in heaven? No, right. because we're not we're not going to grow weary or grow faint. Right. Uh, there's no night. You're not going to sleep because there's no <laughs> night. Right. right. But it's this picture that you're going to have some ownership there. If we are heirs and co-heirs, mm-hmm. there's some ownership. Now, are we the ultimate owner? Nope. Right. But we are a part owner. Mm-hmm. We we have something there because when Jesus, when God the Father looks at us, what does He see? He sees the righteousness of Christ, and if He sees the righteousness of Christ mm-hmm. living in us, what does the word Christian mean? Little Christ. So if I'm a little Christ and Christ owns it all, then I got to have a part in it. Right. Man, I'm a co-heir of heaven. You think I'm poor? (laughs) But also we are co-heirs in that we will um, inherit the earth with 
with Jesus. And he, he said, um, if I can find it, um, which, verse five, uh, Matthew five, verse five, blessed are the meek, the mild, the gentle, the self-controlled for they shall inherit the earth. They uh. shall occupy the earth. We will in the end of time, we will inherit the new earth and new Jerusalem. will. Right. And, and, and that was a truth that Jesus taught. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it wasn't just, um, I mean, it was a truth that he taught that it, this is what is going to happen. The blessed ones are the ones who God shows his favor on. And so that is what we are going to do. But now he does, he does give us some clarification. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he goes on. He does. Provided. Right. But I believe that in that provision, what he's saying is clearly, you got to live with me. Mm-hmm. He says, we suffer with him in order that we may be glorified with him. Right. Well, Jesus went through the suffering and then it came to glory. Right. Second uh, Timothy 3.12, yea, all who seek to live godly in his life shall such shall. Right. In, uh, a truth. It's indicative. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Shall suffer persecution. Right. And so the, the there's there's uh, uh, no such thing as a Christian that doesn't suffer any. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't suffer in America. Let's just be honest, man. Right. Kent and I had a conversation a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We don't suffer like some people do across the world. Right, right. The people live in, in, in Muslim countries, Islamic countries, or... I'm just gonna be honest. Now, this would be controversial. Socialistic countries, like mm-hmm. oh, I'm not going any further with that. They suffer, right? We have what I say is 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 hangnail persecution. We get upset if if I don't have a pot of coffee. Now we don't really. This church is not true. If the pot of coffee is not ready when I want it, we get upset if the our waitress doesn't. And we get upset if. Somebody at church didn't speak to us and wanted whatever, and the pastor didn't step on my toes. Right. Well, I want to tell you this. Number one, I don't do no stepping. <laughs> and number two, that's the Holy Spirit. And he not trying to step on your toes. He's trying to smack you in the heart. Because right. if he hits you in your toes, all you do is pick your feet up. Right. Step on your stinging toes. I don't step on nothing. It ain't my words. <laughs> so he says, but, but to get the glory... Right. Oh, my Lanta. And look, just look at the next one. For I consider, and Paul says, I know Paul was a good old country Baptist. Because <laughs> in, in, in the New King James, the King, it says, for I reckon. Mm-hmm. I reckon so. <laughs> for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy comparing with the glory that is to be revealed in yes, us. Oh, yes, yes, These yes. people that, listen, Hold nobody on wants to, that. to suffer. Hold on to yeah. that. Yeah, especially yes, when you're really suffering yes. and you're dealing with right. things and you're just put down. Mm-hmm. There's coming a day. Yes. That's one of my all-time favorite contemporary Christians mm-hmm. is Jeremy Camps. There will be a day. Yeah. Yep. I love it, man, and I love because I don't have suffering. I don't. So when I got bad knees, <laughs> whoopee, scoopy. But I, I have. There are people that truly suffer, and they're going to be glorified. Right. What glory is going to show in them, man? Right. But you don't get all that. Unless you go through the suffering. That's right. That's now, right. those of you that are suffering in America and you're through diseases or whatever, I know some people do suffer with things like that. But for the most part, mm-hmm. we are God-blessed America. Right. Let's be honest. Absolutely. But I know some people, man, we're in so many countries. I know some of you 
maybe listening and you just happen to tune in mm-hmm. and if you got caught listening to a Christian right. podcast, you may be in trouble. And for you, God bless you, man. Right. Right. Can't wait to meet you in heaven. Right. Right. If I don't ever get a chance on this side of, of heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We got three minutes. Shut <laughs> her down. So I guess the question then is that, and we sort of talked about it, but it just came to my mind that, um, so if we are these fellow heirs, which we are, then how how should that affect how we cha- live our lives? We should live our lives to make our daddy proud. Right, right. Make our brother proud. Right. So we should live it knowing, go back to whose we are mm-hmm. and what name we have. That's right. That's right. And that goes back to that adoption. Yeah. That we've been adopted as sons, that we are, are um, we have a change in a family, it comes with a name change, comes with becoming heirs of that family. Um, and so, um, yeah, and so that's how then we need to live that way. We need to live, and like we said earlier, live with the fact that we have all of heaven at our disposal. All of heaven mm-hmm. is at our disposal. The power, the um, the wealth of it, um, I mean, he even says in Philippians, I will supply, God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory, right? And so we think that um, we're waiting for him to give us what we need, but, and he will, but he will give us according to his riches and glory. And so we need to live in light of all of those things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and walk that way. Your goal should not be, how little heaven can I have in my life? Mm. And still get to heaven. That's right. It it should be how much of heaven can I get on this side of eternity? Right. right. I mean, we really do. I think we we just we want just enough heaven to get us into heaven, and the rest can just be all hell. Mm. And that's a sad way to live. I'm seriously questioning your salvation. Mm. If I well, I just want to stick my toenail in heaven, so I can make sure I get there. But I want to have as much hell as I can in my life. Right. So I can quote unquote have fun. I'm gonna straight take. <laughs> In case you can't tell, we have a lot. There of fun. ain't nobody <laughs> on this earth that has more fun than I do. That's right. Just saying. Yep. And I don't wake up with hangovers. I don't get addicted right. to stuff. Right. And I don't. Um. And not um. Tied to in slavery. I don't care what you wear to church. I don't have no condemnation about what you wear. Right. Come on now. Right. It's not what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside. That's right. You can't convince me otherwise. That's right. Amen. <laughs> when you done? Yeah, bring it home. <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah. Yep, we're out of time. <laughs> you want to close in prayer? Sure. I thank you that we can know, Father, that you are our Father, that we are sons of God, that we are your children, and thus we are your heirs. And so I pray that we would live that way. I pray that we would um, not live as a as paupers because we're not, but that we would live according to the riches of the glories of heaven and according to the power that is ours because of you. And so we thank you for that, and we thank you for the truths that are in your word, and thank you for um, the opportunity that Hank and I have um, to speak into these microphones. Um, we're just uh, blown away by what you are doing through this podcast, and we thank you for it. 
And so we pray blessings on all those who are listening, and we thank you for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got my home slice with me, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. And um, <coughs> Jelly Bean, we missed you. Yep. Come on back. Yep. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.